Aloha from Honolulu, Hawaii, and Pearl Harbor. It is Candace Kumai, and this is the Wabi Sabi Podcast, episode 33. Um, first and foremost, Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you had an awesome first week. Um, we have this thing called First Friday here in Hawaii, and my friends and I went out for a shoot, and we um, got some great content from the local mags here, and we were just saying like how blessed we feel to like start the new year off right. Um, this is a really good time for everyone to start thinking about what they want to shift their heart and their mind and their body and spirit towards pursuing. And what do you really want to get out of this lifetime? Um, I keep thinking so much about like how in so much of life we have to like put on this front and be cool and like be somebody that we is like our persona and not really who we are as a person. And I'm over it. Like I don't want to be um, a version of me that's not me. And if anything in love and in friendship everybody should just be themselves and be their best version of themselves and you know when I did that with Ponzi and uh our photographer Reed this week it was just like the three of us like laughing the whole time enjoying life and understanding that like God gives us all gifts and talents and it is doing no good if you're not utilizing those talents to be of better service for others because in turn that makes you feel really good Today was a really good day of reflection. I hope that you guys have time to reflect on your life in these next few weeks. It's important for you to do so for your health and your happiness. And if anything's bothering you right now or if you get triggered by something that just sets you off or sets you, you know, off the rails or as we say, like down the rabbit hole, like everybody, everybody has those moments and it's okay. It's okay for you to get upset. It's okay for you to be hurt. It's okay for you to cry. It's okay for you to be angry. And it's okay to express your true feelings of how you feel to others, no matter what. So I spent the day today and yesterday, um, two days of doing research over at Pearl Harbor, and I still may continue out the research here and the reflection that it's bringing upon me. Um, I'll just first start this by saying it is heavy for many of us, especially the local Hawaiians, U.S. military, the Japanese, and all of us American civilians. I encourage everyone, my hands on my heart, to come visit here in Pearl Harbor. This is a very special place, and... um, Many people over, I believe, like about 1,700 or so died um, in an instant, in a blind instant. And, you know, it was war, and we've learned in past podcasts this was a different time, and our grandparents lived through this time, and I think that we all need to pay a tribute to their legacy, and we need to be loyal to who we are as Americans, Japanese Americans, Muslim Americans, African Americans, Latino Americans, um, wherever you come from, Asian Americans, it doesn't matter where you come from. 
you could be Indian American, you could be um, from the Pacific uh, Isles here. And I think that we're all united in our differences and we should share our differences because that's what makes us so beautiful. So this is a story coming from a girl who is the daughter of a a naval veteran. My father was in the U.S. Navy and he was drafted at 21 and the daughter of a Japanese mother. Um, this is heavy because in the past four months I've now visited the place where World War II started and the place where World War II ended and I did not plan those things by coincidence. Um, the universe draws us into different places at different times and you have to acknowledge those pieces and you have to acknowledge the fact that you're being drawn in a certain direction and the human heart Although it can be really dumb, for instance, like it could think of some ex-boyfriend and all the great times you had together, it's also very smart and it, it guides you into this place of love and light. And even if you're like me and you wear your heart on your sleeve and you get it smashed to pieces more often than not, they say how painful and beautiful it is to love so openly and deeply. And I would rather live this way and go out this way than to be somebody who is destructive or violent or wants, you know, is pro-war. So this is a podcast where we can take a look at who we are and where we come from and the little notes and letters that were left by those who were affected directly by this war. Um, So... Immediately upon getting to Pearl Harbor, it's emotional already. And then when you go through the museum and the tour, um, you'll be able to learn more about your culture and your family's history. And I encourage everybody to go. Memorial sites bring on a lot of heavy feelings. And they also make you feel grateful and alive and sorrowful and poignant and there's so many different feelings that come up um I want to point out what's really important for 2019 for all of you I know you expected this pod this week to be about green juicing and losing weight and looking fab and glowing and whole 30 and paleo but it's not going to be about that because that would be so easy and so basic And I won't do basic for you guys. I want you to dig a little bit deeper into your soul. And I want you to ignite your spirit. Because we're the last front line out there that's going to be able to help the next generation and the generations following. And we have to take our job a little bit more serious. So there's a reason why my mother and I both educate the beautiful relationship that has evolved between the Japanese and the Americans. I'll always be American at the end of the day. I am an American girl. You guys know how much and deeply I love my U.S. Navy serving father who was born and raised in Poland and came on to, came to the U.S. on a boat when he was 11 to Connecticut. He's an East Coast boy. And my mother who was teaching or studying to be a teacher in Tokyo when they met 
when he was stationed in Japan during the war. So as a child of war, we need to take responsibility for creating more peace and light and love in this world. And that's sort of where my writing comes in. And it has evolved deeply, deeply, deeply from food and cooking into wellness and now into culture. So, and that was a natural progression. So if you're out there and you're thinking, I don't know what to do with my career, please remember that this stuff takes time. All good things take time and love and special space, but you have to create it. So learning from our ancestors, watching what happened to Pearl Harbor in very short um, during World War One, I, I believe towards the end of it, the Americans had to cut the Japanese off who were ruthless during the war and they cut off their oil supply, which was the bloodline of war and you you could not survive without it and the Japanese were pretty tough I mean they wanted to own Asia that was their their calling and duty and they're very honorable and loyal and to the end type of people and so um, the the Japanese secretly retaliated by bombing Pearl Harbor which was terrible and every time I go to a war memorial I've now been to all of the war memorials in Okinawa, um, the Peace Memorial Museum in Hiroshima, the same uh, Peace Memorial Museum in Nagasaki, and now Pearl Harbor, the feelings that come up for you at these places, they're important for you to remember, and they, they feel that way emotionally for a reason. I used to live right next to the 9-11 Memorial in New York, and I have the utmost respect for everyone who was just an innocent civilian that was affected <clears throat> during that time. These are these are places and these are people and these are things and moments in our time in history that we must remember and reflect on. They are far more important than Instagram followers, tweets, and the crazy stuff the person in the White House does. Just saying so much more important to learn from your ancestors so the bombing of Pearl Harbor was in 1941 um, and it ignited World War II so what we learn is the Japanese um, didn't realize that the Americans would you know unite after such a thing and uh and we know how World War II ended. I visited Nagasaki um, earlier in a few months back in 2018. And I just, I can't tell you how sorrowful all sides of war are. I know you guys feel it though in your hearts. It's heavy. What we can learn to be better people today from our ancestors is number one, let's not repeat what we once learned from. And we must remember those we lost. We must commend those acts of heroism that were placed everywhere during that time. And seeing the acts of heroism at Pearl Harbor and knowing that many of them are not documented, most of them aren't, is such a feat. And I want you to know that not everything grand and great in this world needs to be recognized And not everything grand and great needs to be shown to the world. 
There's a Japanese term, intoku, and it refers to doing good in secret. I highly recommend that you write that down. Intoku. I-N-T-O-K-U. It just refers to being a good person and not boasting or ragging or thinking of any expectation in return. To love so deeply and to give and be of service. To be a hero with no expectation. That is the true legacy that I wish for so many of us to leave on this planet. Now, I want to share more about our differences so that we can better learn to live in peace. And this is the biggest reason why my mother and I both teach, educate, speak, and write, and work in media and publishing on Japanese wellness, American wellness, and bridging the gap between the two cultures. I'm also part of the U.S.-Japan Council Um, I've worked with the Little Tokyo Service Center. I've served with the White House Initiative for Asian American Pacific Islanders through the Obama administration um, here in Hawaii and Honolulu. And I can't tell you how incredibly special it is to be of service to others with no other intent other than to just be good to other people. Ask yourself, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? What is the legacy that you can specifically learn from grandma and grandpa? They survived war. They survived suffering. They survived famine. Both sides of my family survived the war on terrible ends of the globe, Japan and Poland. And you know what? Everybody was suffering. doesn't matter where you were from. It's hard to look at the globe now and see that there's still pain and suffering and war everywhere. And I think what we have to remember is that your life is so much better at this moment in time than it was back then. They didn't have food to eat. They were terrified of the war not ending. Innocent civilians got killed all the time. And it was sort of the norm. And it's also the reason why the Japanese created the term monono aware the pathos and darkness of life, and also wabi-sabi. Everything is perfectly imperfect. The term actually wabi-sabi was derived from the war because the people were suffering so deeply that they needed to believe that there was some sort of beauty that was found in the imperfect time that they were living through. And they had to find the light within those dark times. There's also a term called komorebi. And it refers to the light that flickers between the trees when you're in the forest. And much like in war, all you see is darkness and you can't see the light. And we must remember that one doesn't exist without the other. And so if you're going through a tough time, or you have been this year, or last year was just shit, then look to the light and know that it won't exist without the dark. A lot of you write to me about your breakups, or your job losses, or or getting bullied by other people on social, or you write about your insecurities, or you write about rejection, 
And I want you to know that all of this stuff is really normal. And what always, always brings me back is going to learn about history and my heritage. And you can call it a coping mechanism or you could call it possibly the universe and God or spirits or Buddha, whoever it is that's watching over me, guiding me towards my calling. Because every day it becomes a little bit more clear to me that I'm supposed to be writing on culture and tradition and wellness in a different format than anybody else has been doing. I get it. I mean, God, you're listening. I got the memo. This is not an easy job either, guys. I have lived through it and been through it. And I want you to know that, you know, I didn't think I was going to even survive my last breakup, which was years ago. And now I'm really happy that it happened. Because without that dark time, I would never have this golden contrast to where I am today. And I'm so grateful that my friends hosted me here in Hawaii. I mean, I can't tell you how many people, Ponzi, Jed, Dana, Tiana, Mariani, and Tim, Aya, Reed, um, all my friends all across this island kind of came together and just said, you know, you're family and we love you. And I've been coming here since I was a kid and my best friend, Britt, from kindergarten moved here when she was in first grade and we stayed pen pals forever and then I started coming to the islands 14 15 16 17 like learned so much about myself um and learned how to party and uh surf (laughs) Hawaii is a special place and I think that's another reason why so many people have a heavy heart here because Hawaii is magic and You can look to the light and know that places like this always exist. And if you need a reset, all you have to do is go into your heart and remember that without light, darkness cannot exist. And Komorebi will always be the golden little flicker that you'll find the light between the trees. So I'm going to read to you a couple of memos that I saw at the memorial today that I thought were really telling. So I'm a huge fan of reading quotes and learning of history. Um, And there's a little bit of history for us to all learn today that I think could be really helpful. And I'm only saying this because it really helped me. So troubled times really hit the entire world between 1929 to 1941. There was a Great Depression and America turned inward while Germany, Italy, and Japan were seeking to expand. And so um, in response to the Japanese aggression all over Asia, the U.S. imposed economic embargoes and they moved their Pacific fleet to Pearl Harbor. And commercial... Atache Frank S. Williams once wrote, Perhaps the phase of our order which struck the deepest into the sensibilities of the Japanese was that the last United States has shown this country was that it was no longer bluffing. So war was a dog-eat-dog time, and it was an eye for an eye. And so your enemies were someone you kept close, but you also learned from. Everyone had allies, everyone had enemies, 
and it was a matter of survival at the time. So we also learn that in 1929, the American stock market did crash, and that's what triggered the Great Depression. Um, Japan became ruthless and wanted to take over uh, and declare war on China around 1937. Um, In 38, Germany annexes Austria, Britain, and France, um, and they don't interfere. And Japan took note... 1939, Germany invaded Poland, igniting World War II in Europe. And then the U.S. seized Japanese and Chinese financial assets and cut off all oil exports to Japan in 41. And that's what triggered the Japanese to move forward with Pearl Harbor. So we learn in history that there's a reason why these tragedies happen. Poignant, yes. Sad, yes. Tragic, absolutely. And a place where not everybody wants to be. Not everybody's comfortable in talking about war, but since my family is from Poland and Japan and the U.S., it feels more like a duty and a calling for me to integrate these really tough times into my work. Now, Um, it was definitely the battleship that took stage at Pearl Harbor. Um, and I highly recommend you come and see these videos and watch the movies in the theater. Um, it's fascinating to see how beautifully built the fleet of battleships during the war were. And I say that with grace and honor because my father was a Navy sailor. And when I looked at him in his photos when he was 21 years old, living with fear in his eyes, if you can imagine every young man that enlisted into the war or was drafted in every country and how many millions of people died during the war, World War I and World War II, um, please be grateful that we're not living through those times. The reason why I bring these all up, too, is because 1941 really wasn't that long ago, and we need to remember and never forget everything that happened. And if you're going through a crap year or you think your life is terrible right now, I'm really hoping that these things that we're discussing today will put more into perspective. There's so much more than that guy texting you back or somebody asking you out, you know, for the third time or somebody following your Instagram or you not getting the job that you wanted or, you know, not getting, I don't know, it could be really anything. I was going to say something inappropriate. (laughs) So if we can move forward in knowing um, that the, every country wanted mutual prosperity, they wanted to be successful, and they wanted to conquer. And intent wasn't always ill. So one must remember, like if you or I go and visit these beautiful memorials, like the USS Arizona Memorial, um, it's where the USS Arizona um, sunk in Pearl Harbor, And when you go there, you'll be able to see a visual of what it looks like 
I'll post them on my Instagram stories too so that you guys can see pictures of this this week. It was very heavy. But to imagine just all the young men that enlisted in this war, and women too, and the lives lost of those millions of civilians also, that could be you and I. We're just living in a different time, and we should be really, really grateful. Now, the view from Japan was completely different from the view of the U.S., and that's okay. We all realize that now in this day and age that we have differences, and when we discuss our differences, we can see how much more similar we actually are. Every culture has a dumpling, every culture has a noodle, every country has bread, some type. Well, maybe not the Japanese, but <laughs> um, every country has laughter and smiles, and you can see the light in people's eyes. Every country loves eating, and every country loves feeling the need of being loved within a community. And the hardest part I think about being at Pearl Harbor is, is my heart is torn into so many pieces. The piece from my father being in the U.S. military. The piece from my Polish family who went through a detrimental time during the war. The piece from my mother's side of the family who had to flee war and escape bombings from the U.S. and Japan. And I believe the piece of myself being an American um, is always thinking about how I can service you in different ways that nobody has done before. And this traveling podcast is so unique because I'm actually taking you guys with me on every magazine shoot, every TV shoot, every new book, and every new endeavor of content that I'm putting out there. So this is a really great opportunity. And as Drake says, what a time to be alive. I want to take this moment to say thank you to everyone in Hawaii for helping me out. Um, today, the museum was no joke. All the information that I've collected today was from the a memorial at Pearl Harbor here. Um, it was a beautiful place and time and space to be in this moment. It's a great place of reflection if you need that. I highly recommend going to a church, temple, shrine, a memorial place, a grave site of somebody you love, or just making a little shrine area in your house or apartment and taking time to pray and meditate for those that we've lost over the last few decades, or in this, in this case, in the last few centuries. Life is interesting in so many different levels and so many ways. It will bring you across the globe if you allow it to, it will bring you love if you allow it to. It will bring you light and healing if you allow it to. But again, your legacy is what you leave on this planet when you no longer have anything left to physically give anymore in person. But the legacy can be left when you move on. Remember to learn from our ancestors. It could be anything from picking up a history book to taking a course in history or visiting museums and memorial sites on the regular. Number two, let's not repeat the mistakes that we've made in the past. Let's try to do everything in our power to prevent war. Number three, let us remember those we've lost and the acts of heroism that they placed when nobody else was watching in Toku. Practice it.
Let's share more of our differences so that we can better learn to live in a peaceful and harmonious environment. If we're living in the United States of America, that's what we should be, is united. We shouldn't be dividing people. We shouldn't be telling immigrants they're not welcome here. We should work together to better assess each situation as best we can. And I know we can because we're put on this earth together to be of service to one another. You have a lot of gifts to give this year, guys. You have a lot of good energy that you're putting out there. And my God, you are talented and brilliant. You need to keep shining along and keep giving that golden light to others and that hope. Let's reflect more on life this year about what you want to be grateful for, about what kind of legacy you want to leave, and what kind of notes you can read that will help to share your love and your light with others. There's a few quotes before I take Instagram questions that I wanted to read that I saw at the memorial today. One was, why them and not me? Ensign Paul H. Bacchus on the USS Oklahoma. And what he was stating was, why did the other men on these other ships get killed and not him? What is the reason in contemplation that you survive or you were chosen or you have a great life or you're blessed or you have it all and other people don't why did you get to live you should really contemplate on this thought takes a very special person to join the military and I commend every single one of you my hands on my heart another thing that I read and in closing for you to think about is Acts of heroism that day were many and not all recorded. Grunner's mate, third class, Alvin H. Bruni of the USS Arizona. You know, the USS Arizona is the one ship that was blasted to smithereens and sunk into the depths of the ocean on the Pacific. And you can see it today. Um... It's a little bit surreal, and every time I go to visit one of these war sites, I reflect on the reality of war, the impact that it's made, and its existence that's still in space and on this planet with us. It exists as a living piece of history in proof that we must learn and grow and heal and learn to live in peace with one another. When acts of heroism were placed that day that were most and many not recorded, what can you list off that you've done for other people that's not recorded? So much of our lives now is put on Snapchat and Instagram and Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter. I really can't keep up. I will tell you my parents don't have any form of social media And they're still the best couple, best friends. They go to Costco every day. And they don't want or need to be a part of sharing and oversharing. Maybe we could internalize to work on longer leading projects like books or maybe beautifully done documentaries 
where we don't have to show off everything in every moment of time, where we can work long laid to help other people and inspire others too. I'm really profoundly thankful that you guys listen to this podcast. Thanks for downloading it and sharing it and for telling a friend. I, it means a lot to me. And in this case, I do believe that this is a good share, meaning it's something worthwhile that helps other people. There are a lot of different kinds of shares that you can do, but maybe this year, think about what you really want to share with everyone. And is it from the heart? Is it with good intent? Is it with the notion that you're helping somebody else? I'm going to take some Insta questions and then we're going to close out. Okay. You can take a deep breath in this moment of time. You guys are awesome. Okay, so I got a few important questions here. Hi, Candice. I love everything about you. This is from Tamar Hanoon. I'd love to know any intro books to Buddhism that you may know of. This is awesome. You know, Buddhism is a really cool um, religion that my mother has practiced since she was born. It, It came by way of India to Japan, so the way that they practice is a little different. Um, Spirituality living mindfully in the moment. Um, I often read the Dalai Lama's books because I think that he is living and breathing proof of what he preaches. So The Art of Happiness is a book of his that I've read and I loved. Uh, There's also The Book of Joy and Freedom in Exile. Um... If you really want to do a deep dive into Buddhism, I highly recommend uh, going to a Buddhist temple and studying amongst the people, learning about their culture. Because really, um, it's fascinating to learn about other cultures, and that's what will always prevent us from disrupting others' lives. It's understanding and loving and being mindful of others is what we can all be doing. And again, nothing I say is anything that you need to do. I just really highly encourage us all to look at life through a different perspective. I'm not perfect. My life is super fucked up. And I have found peace in reflection and being of better service to others. And today, being at Pearl Harbor all day really helped me to put things into perspective. Visit more temples, churches, places of spirituality, and uh, mosques, uh, visit different countries, get to know somebody who practices a different religion and sees things in a different light. And there's a book called When Things Fall Apart that is quite popular also, Um, and it is a book that channels through Buddhism. Thank you for your question. Next question is from Sean Athon 808 Sean asks, if you could take home one dish from Hawaii, what would it be? Obviously, poke, shaved ice, spam musubi. Um, gosh, I'm such a big fan of Hawaiian and Japanese food and the fusion here. 
Um, this is a great question too. One thing I want to note is that the relationship between the Japanese and the Hawaiians is it was once very strong and it still is very strong. And it goes to show you that even the distortion of Pearl Harbor wasn't enough to break the bond of the people. Um, there were some heavy quotes that I read about people being discriminated against here that were Japanese. Um, and maybe we'll talk about that in another episode. It's really deep and heavy. And every culture has experienced this. And a lot of immigrants are experiencing it now in the U.S. And what it is is hatred that we're taught. And so if one could erase the mind, what would we want to relearn? That's what rediscovery and rebirth is all about. Food culturally and historically is a way for us to merge and fuse different ways of life and our past history in a really beautiful way. Everyone, like I said, globally loves food. And when you come to Hawaii, you must try all Japanese American cuisine. I've got a few friends here, like Alan Wong has excellent Hawaiian food. Um, the best thing I ever ate here was his tuna poke a long time ago. Oh my God, insulted caramel like desserts here. I'm a fan of poi. I don't know why I love it. It's so good. Um, and I also just really enjoy the culture here and the traditions and the macadamia nuts are off the fucking chain. God, I eat like 20 bags of those when I'm here. <laughs> the chocolate covered ones. Yeah. My friend Dennis used to run, um, Sun Hawaiian and man, I love him. We didn't even get into the 442nd yet. I mean, there's so much to talk about on this pod and it's not basic. Okay, the daring kind wrote, I just wanted to say I listened to your podcast today and my friend mentioned that she really loved your authentic style. I have to say, you did a really awesome job and clearly you're already a pro. Hey girl, yay you, thank you so much. Um, And then she asks, I wanted to contribute to your IG questions. My question is, what's the most daring thing you've ever done in business and in life? All my best, Nicole. So the daring kind Nicole I think the most daring thing I've ever done with my entire career was writing a book that was focused on my culture and heritage. It was a big risk and I wasn't sure how it would be accepted here in the U.S. And it turns out Kintsugi Wellness is the only book I've ever written that's being published in 10 languages across the world. And that is a daring, scary dream that I fulfilled that I'm now moving on to another one that's really scary and it's producing, directing, writing, and editing a new series for a Japanese network Um, and getting my visa there and practicing a whole different light of culture and uh, it's sharing a different culture with the world and that's scary. It's scary because I was teased as a kid. It's scary because I didn't like who I am when I was growing up. It's scary because I always look different than everybody else. And then I come to a place like Hawaii and every girl looks like me and we're sisters to the moon and back. And it's those little chances and risks that you take that can help you to realize that your calling should absolutely be daring. You should go for all the stars and reach for them. As my mother says, if you can do something great with your life, why not? 
gotta say mom is always right i don't know how she got that way okay so you guys asked some pretty nice and sweet questions thanks for all of these um i'm gonna keep this one short and sweet authentically leslie who always loves to write she's so so awesome what are your top three most impactful places to visit in the world what has moved you well, obviously, what's ironic is that the earlier part of this podcast, I talked about Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Okinawa, Pearl Harbor, the 9-11 Memorial. These places have all moved me to the core in remembering others and what they've sacrificed for us. Um, I'm very excited to go to Poland this year. It's on the books. I have a trip planned um, for Paris and also possibly to Dubai even. Work is just throwing everything at me right now that I've ever dreamed of and I'm accepting it with great honor and integrity and and with grace because I am so humbled by my stumbles and falls and I can't wait to share with you the different perspectives. I loved Fiji because the people there were incredible. I love Australia because I met people like Lee Holmes and she changed my life. I love Japan because it's part of my heritage and where I'm from. I will never forget surfing in Samoa and Tonga and in the Galapagos um, in Mexico. Even surfing waves out in Maui here is so exciting. I'm very honored and grateful to be... I was in the presence of many um, older war survivors in Sardinia when I interviewed them earlier last year. And the Amalfi Coast blew me away. I mean, I just couldn't get enough. Sometimes life will take you on these crazy journeys and you meet new people that give you a new, fresh perspective on life. And you just have to run with it. And if you need a reset, I really highly recommend traveling. The world is your oyster and it always will be. And as Nas says, the world is yours. It really is. Don't you love how I quote rappers all the time? All right, guys, I'm going to say goodbye because I love you so much. I want you to spend more time contemplating and reflecting today. But from the Isles of Hawaii, I send you my deepest gratitude in thanking you for subscribing to my podcast. If you haven't already, that's how you can support me. And also take a fancy screenshot on Instagram and share something like this that's of great and deep and wide and open and helpful use to others. This is the content that we should be sharing to keep everyone at peace with love and light and at ease. Don't forget to send me questions if you've got them on my comments. Buy your book, Kinsugi Wellness. It's off the chain right now for the new year. People love it because it's life altering. And don't forget to tell somebody today that you really, really fucking love them. Please tell them you love them. Reflect a little bit. Ask your grandparents stories. Find out where you came from. Your legacy can help you to learn so much about who you are. And life is so short that you will want to ask these questions now and you won't want to miss or skip a beat. With light and love, let's share more of our differences so we can better learn to live in peace. Reflect more on your life. Do more acts of heroism when no one else is looking in Toku. I'll see you at thematchashop.com. Keep you posted on my upcoming work with the Covetor, Sephora, E-News. 
new books and new TV shows and all my worldly trips from the beautiful islands of Hawaii. I sign out to you with the biggest heart. I'm shocked I didn't cry in this episode. I really must be growing up. Um, (laughs) And I love you guys. Oh, here come the tears. I'm so fucking grateful for this opportunity and for each of you that listens to this podcast every week. Can't do it without you. Thanks for being my band. I love you guys. Aloha, mahalo, and please share more love in this world. We need it. Bye.